Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 19. Now today's episode I think is going to push you out of your comfort zone and it's designed to, right? I like to be comfortable though. <laughs> Why are you missing me? I, I do like a comfortable pyjama set and a nice fluffy slipper. However, we are going to talk about the next level life that we all hopefully at some point are grasping and trying to envision for ourselves. But here's the thing. The chances are that you know what the next level of life is that you'd like in some way. And I'm even just talking what you'd like to do maybe next week or maybe some goal that you have. But often we do not commit and we do not do the steps that we know we want to do. So how can we actually do that and why you should make it an absolute priority to step into the next version of yourself that you can see for your life? So before we do that, mm. what have you been up to? Oh, how would you? <laughs> I love it when you ask me how my week is. What have I been up to? Do you know what? It's been a super week. So it was actually my birthday since the last time we've recorded a podcast. I was 39. I know I can hear the comments already. I do not look 39. Somebody said 37, in which case I completely deleted their phone number from my phone, stopped talking to them and everything. But yeah, it was my birthday and you and the boys put on a great birthday for me I went and got my hair cut for the first time in six seven months that was fun wasn't it that was quite intense I don't know what it's like where you're listening to this podcast but in Scotland in Glasgow you have to wear full mask and people are like with gloves on it's not very pleasant it's not as chilled out as it used to be let's put it that way so I went and got my hair cut and you and the boys picked me some fantastic presents I had pre-birthday presents and I had some on the day that I could not have guessed I got a couple of books and you know what I'm like with books you picked you do, out beautifully you do like a book and also we couldn't have you opening nothing on your birthday because that that wouldn't feel birthday <laughs> I know but it was really really nice so yeah we had a really nice chilled out weekend and at the moment we are nearly halfway through actually a little special mastermind that Matt is helping me run in the background and it's called the Prosperity Accelerator Group so we've got a group of 72 people who are working with us getting coached by us to basically increase their prosperity so it's been a, it's been a real joy isn't it it's every day we're getting to see videos and people's feedback about the changes they're making in their life that is a, a truly incredible group of people I'm really honored to be part of it it's always nice to see when you can inspire people to move outside of their comfort zones mm. and to challenge themselves. Some For some, it's bigger. For some, it's smaller. But ultimately, if you're doing something different to what you were before, and if it's slightly out of your comfort zone or massively, then that's wonderful and it moves you forward to hopefully where you want to end up being. Exactly. And I know actually a lot of people found our podcast last week. I don't know how. We seem to have a big surge of listeners. So if you have just found our podcast, you're in for a treat. As I said, this is episode 19 we've got 18 before it so please listen to this one and then check out some of our previous ones i promise you if you like scottish english voices you're going to love the topics we cover so today's one as i said we're talking about the next level life and why you should probably do it anyway you should probably do it scared so here's a stat that i found when i was prepping for this particular topic in the UK, alcohol sales during March and April of this year, so remember what happened, the pandemic, we're all at home, it 
sales were up 41% compared to the previous year. Another thing that I found out was game sales, so video games, were up 60% since lockdown, okay? So why is that? Well, let's be obvious. People were now stuck at home. They might have been furloughed, so you weren't going to work. A lot of freedom with their time, but unfortunately, in some circumstances, that freedom then leads to maybe some of the habits that you had in life anyway, more opportunity to do them. So I would say the video game piece, possibly because the school shut down, you might find that a good number of those sales increase is more about the kids than the adults. Um, but not yeah, all of them. Not all I mean, of them. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm partial to a video game, so yes, it's definitely do. not going to be um, just the kids. But the alcohol thing, I think what's interesting about that is obviously pubs and bars and such like closed. But I don't think that the volume of alcohol that goes through those establishments, mm. and I guess maybe more so the frequency that people might go to them, mm. equaled what people were then buying to counteract it at home. Mm. So people maybe would go out and have something to eat with a glass of something once or twice a yep. week. Yep. Whereas I think that you'll find that people were probably more often having alcohol at home. You could definitely hear around here the... <laughs> The recycling bins clinking when yeah, you there was to a lot recycling <laughs> It's interesting, right? Um, so I can't remember the last time I drank alcohol. And it's not through anything. It's not like I've, I'm teetotal through choice. It's more because alcohol's never be, been really a thing for me. I was part of a religious group for 10 years where alcohol or drinking was not one of the things you could do. But actually, the good thing off the back of that since I've left is actually it's not a habit for me. Like, I'm quite happy with an iron brew or a Coke. However, I can see just in the same way like enjoying a chocolate bar or those kind of habits maybe when you are just a bit bored. I can totally see why during lockdown when you've had so much more free time to do what you want but also not work to go to the next day, then the choices or almost the lack of responsibility over your life is a big temptation, right? But the interesting thing is, though, when you don't have responsibility, how many people have said, oh, if only I didn't have to go to work, or if only I didn't have this, <laughs> then yeah. I could do this, that, and everything else. And the interesting thing is lockdown presented the opportunity, I guess, for the person that you want to be, the person that you are underneath the stories you tell yourself mm. to come out. So whereas you could have been someone that maybe said, oh, you know what, I don't go to the gym or I don't exercise. I don't get out for walks because I never have enough time. Mm. I've got to leave early for work. I get home late and everything else. Well, that was removed for majority of people. Yes, yes. Did you go and did you work out? Have you gotten into the best shape of your life? Mm. Um, and the answer for a lot of people will be no. And that's fine. It's not a criticism of anybody. But it's interesting, actually, that when you're presented with the opportunity, when your excuses disappear, the excuses that you've told the world or told yourself, and you still don't do it anyway, that I find really, really interesting mm. because it uncovers where your true desires actually were and moves away from the narrative of reasons and excuses which actually weren't valid in the first place. We talked about this in the Prosperity Accelerator group in one lecture I gave. What is the fundamental thought you have about yourself? Because what will happen, the ripple effect will be what you fundamentally believe about yourself deep down 
your bias will be to actions or experiences that back that up. So my hope was actually to get people to become aware of what they might be subconsciously, you know, allowing in their life or creating. So if your thought process is, I never have time to be fit and healthy, I never have time to be the next version of me that I want, well, then you create habits and patterns that support that. And I actually wanted to say, okay, how about we consciously then redesign that basic thought? Now, it could be that you don't think you're good enough. Okay, what what about if we redesigned it so actually you did realize that you were meant for something more or you can have all the desires you want in your life? And what if you actually use your time to level up? Now, I get absolutely, we're human, we are not in any way infallible, but often it's because we're scared of the uncomfortableness or the things that we might have to do. We might experience a lot of pain doing the next level of stepping up. It's going to not feel nice perhaps for a week or a month or six months. I definitely think it's likely to be uncomfortable, move you out of your comfort zone. And also, I think for a lot of people, there's a fear of getting it wrong or a fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So going into something and not quite doing it right or not having the belief that you can continue. And there's a lot of things in life where if you don't believe that you can see it through, then your mind can say, well, why bother starting anyway? Mm. If it's going to be uncomfortable, if I'm not going to like it and I'm not going to complete the task anyway, Mm. why bother? Exactly. And this brought me on to a good analogy. So I talked about the stats about games had gone up 60%. Okay, so my mind went to Super Mario. I do like Super Mario. (laughs) I know we actually have the Lego Super Marios, don't we, for the kids, which are for the kids. Who am I joking with? We enjoy playing with it too. Okay, so I'm old school. I've I've told you my age on this podcast. So I had a NES, okay? We had the original... Actually, I can go back further than that. There's pictures of me being one and a half, two-year-olds in front of a BBC Micro. But that is for the older generation listening to this podcast. So let's go to Super Mario on the NES. Think about the game. If you're playing a game and you enjoy games of that, nature it's a constant never ending improvement to get to the end of the level or the end of the world or the end of defeating the boss so you never you don't ever want to go backwards in a game you want to keep moving forward and despite all the obstacles all the you know lava pits or the scary skeleton turtles or whatever it might be you know that you can bounce on them and get over them it might take you a couple of attempts but you'll get there you're constantly learning new skills you remember when Super Mario 3 came out on the nays where you could be and what do they call it with the the tanuki the one that could fly yes exactly right so you got that, that. that was got... the best thing <laughs> super mario 3 is probably the greatest game of all time that exactly that that epiphany that happened with that game so you could do all these different skills you could level up you are tapping into support also from luigi or you could be princess peach i know not in super mario 3 don't worry i'm not mixing genres but in super mario 64 on the the snares i think it was you could be that peach. wasn't 64 that was on the Nintendo <laughs> But there was definitely one of the other Marios where you could choose your character and be one of the other guys. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the whole point is if you think of that scenario in a game, you are fully ready to adapt. You want to get to the end of the level. You want to see what's next, even though it might be a little bit repetitive until you got past a difficult stage. You knew it was going to be worth it to be the champion of Super Mario and all you could do. And so life is like that. You're going to have this up level 
naturally in you. But what if we took the same strategy that we do with games, which aren't real, and applied that to our own life? So one particular scenario a lot of people ask me questions about in the money field is, you know, do we need to save up? When are we going to feel ready to have a baby or move house? Or And the best bit of advice I gave somebody, I think, as a parent now looking back was, You'll never be ready for these things in life. You'll never there'll never be the perfect bank account number. Believe me, kids are expensive, but then adults are expensive too, aren't they, darling? I'm I'm not expensive. I like But there's never a perfect number, right? But it's not just perfect number. There's never a right time in your relationship. Your mm. house is never gonna be correctly set up or the right size you're not going to have necessarily the right vehicle or vehicles in place and you're not going to be prepared to potentially more so I guess from the woman's side take that career break because of you might think to yourself if I go now then I'll miss out on that next potential upgrade in my job position so there is never ever a good time to have a baby at all it just doesn't happen and it's one of those things I guess which is the point of this podcast in the first place is You just have to, at some point, go with it, do what you want to do. Don't allow yourself to second guess whether you're fully prepared, you have all the Mm. answers, you have all your ducks in a row. And know that you're very likely to be adaptable and be able to deal with the circumstances as they uncover themselves as you go along and find your way through. Mm, Absolutely. And I I think with everything, you know, people always say, oh, you know, next Monday I'm going to start my diet or, you know, New Year, New Me. I hate it. (laughs) Next Monday, I'm warming up. I'm warming up on Saturday, Sunday. I'm definitely. No, the thing that you need to do is why not just step into the version of you that you want to be? So I do this with myself. Let's say if I want to push myself in um, YouTube or my exercise, I'll try and think, okay, I can have this vision of how I want to look or how I want to feel. It's really how I want to feel more than anything. What do I think that version of me would do on a daily basis or a weekly basis to feel that way? So let's say with exercise, for example, and that's just so generic. I love using the example. So in my head, it could well be that I want to run around with the kids. I want to be able to do, as I've been doing recently, the 5K. I do a 5K three times a week now. Well, a couple of years ago, I couldn't do that by any means. But in my head, I start to see this version of me and it's what I'm capable of doing, what I'm being in the moment rather than oh well I'm you know five stone on the scales or something ridiculous like that it is very much driven by actually what are the actions and then here's the thing often you will start the actions you'll start to create the feelings it might well take you six months or a year to get then the visible result of what you're looking for, but you will be led to the right actions and the right things to get you there. You can only go with the resources that you've got within you. I think the thing to remember is no one starts off good at anything. The first time you do something brand new, first of all, it can feel quite daunting. Mm -hmm. And also, if you put it off to Monday or to next week or whenever it happens to be, it's going to suck just as much then as it does if you did it right now it's going to be just as uncomfortable you're going to dislike it just as much you aren't going to be any more prepared for it Mm. on this future day that you happen to put in place exactly you know start off december and you say oh new year new me well do it on the first of december actually you know what if you're looking to lose weight or change your body Mm. start in december because you will be disciplining yourself through the most challenging time of the year yeah exactly and actually that's when it's going to be hardest if you can do it 
when everything's at its most difficult, mm. then you're setting yourself up for real success moving forward. Exactly. I'm reminded of something I've been learning about this week. So I'm a bit of a science geek. Okay, my background was in engineering. And just in the same way, there's a law of gravity. That means we walk around so that we, you know, we've got that lovely hybrid. Something's pulling us up and pulling us down so that we balance. You know, there's other laws, natural laws that occur. And one of them is almost like our adaptability as humans humans are incredibly adaptable and I think when we all look at at our life going back you know we've made it to this day I guarantee you've had to change or adapt to a circumstance to a change in your body a change in people that are around you a change in career probably a lot of them you did not plan there's a great quote that says you know when surprises aren't planned we call them problems right so we don't like basically (laughs) anything I know is coming I'm okay with that that's a nice surprise when I don't know that's an issue and you know we are incredibly adaptable think about parents or grandparents or carers when things happen our two boys are always changing and adapting and we want that. I don't want them stuck in that baby stage. I want them to learn their personality and their skills. I'm almost cheering them on at what they can achieve. So why would we not want that for ourselves and what we can do? And so looking back, you can hands down see that you have survived every single major muck up, major disaster. Listen, people, we've survived a pandemic. If you're listening to this right now, you have achieved far greater things probably in your lifetime than our kids will have to go through, okay? So I want you to remember how adaptable you are. And even though the version of you that you want to be, it might seem tough, I promise you, you can adapt just in the same way you have always adapted before. Ultimately, what you should think about is, in the past, you will have definitely had to deal with challenges, had to just go with the flow, learn things on the fly, and ultimately get through something. Yes. Wouldn't it be nice, rather than things being thrown at you, that you could actually choose certain things that are going to take you to where you want to be, rather than dealing with stuff that's thrown you away by the rest of the world? I think it's a wonderful situation where you can look at maybe the lifestyle you want to lead or the body you want to have or the thoughts and education you want or the career. I mean, ultimately, you can easily switch your career at any time you want to. And wouldn't it be nice if you thought about these things and then you just decided to do it? one, One thing that I thought about this week is if you try something, especially if it's been nagging you in your head for a period of time Mm. and you do it and you fail, What's the worst that happens? Mm, yep, you yep, end we've said up, this before, haven't we? You end up exactly where you started exactly. from. You lose no ground. You waste maybe a bit of time, a bit of energy, maybe a little bit of money depending on what it is, but probably not really. So worst, worst, worst case, you end up exactly where you started from. Yep. But then you know that this thing maybe doesn't work for you, don't enjoy it, and then you can move on from it. And that's the great thing, I think... For me, one of the things I say a lot of the time is when you've got ideas and thoughts and plans and everything Mm, else, mm. either get on with it or (laughs) shut up and move it to the side and let it go. I know I say that now too. No, it's completely true. You let it go entirely and just don't kid yourself. Mm. It's like I I think to myself during lockdown, if you've been saying I never have the time to go and exercise Mm. and then now you've been given the time, you've not gone to exercise, then in my head... I think you're probably kidding yourself and that's not that important to you. That's okay. There's no judgment in that comment. But ultimately, then you have to, I guess, free yourself 
from these expectations of yourself that you've put there mm. that you you don't really want and for a lot of people maybe it's because society expects certain things from you or whatever but you really just need to say to yourself either I'm going to get on with it and I'm going to make it happen or I'm going to let it go absolutely and the whole point of this podcast and the whole point of starting the prosperity project is because I believe there's so many great people out there who are not living their full potential in life. And our hope is every single week we turn up to give you something that is like your cheerleader, okay? It's meant to be that pep talk in your ear to say, do you know what? It's time for you to silence the negative talk or the negative talk around you. And we know you're ready to step into your next level life because you have absolutely all the resources within you. It might just be that you've temporarily forgotten what actually you're capable of. So as we go into the next part of the podcast I wanted to share with you our best strategies to overcome the bias that is in all of us that we know we want to do something different in our life we can see a growth opportunity and why even though you might not want to why you should do it anyway just in the same way you give us your attention for 60 minutes or 40 minutes every week I want you to become your own coach, okay? There's a lot of groups and a lot of memberships and a lot of courses and books and seminars, but the greatest gift you can give to yourself is this, become your own cheerleader. Do not rely on people to validate you for the next level of you that's coming around. Now, I'm not underestimating, having somebody tell you you've done a great job or you're doing great, believe me like I've been running using the couch to 5k app for well it's been over nine weeks now because I've completed it and every time Matt would say to me you know I wouldn't share every update that I was doing but he saw me go out the door at like half six seven o'clock or at the weekend and every time I once in a while Matt would say to me you know you're I'm really proud of you and I don't often hear that too much in the world not through choice or badness but you know it meant a lot for someone to validate me but I had the validation in myself to know no I'd set this commitment to do it I I might not think I'm a runner but I'm going to do it and so what I would say is to step into that cheerleader to step into that coach's role and this will be your greatest tool and it will help you get over a lot of things in life what would next level you looking back what would advice would they give you okay what would they say is the mindset the habits the structure the the uh, systems that you need in place that will make going that distance easier so what I mean by this is you know you will know your weaknesses far better than anyone else I really love chocolate and sugar Okay, I'm the first to admit it. So guess what? What have we been doing in the house, Matthew? <laughs> We've had less chocolate and sugar. And the good thing is the kids now also have less chocolate. Now, I do like Nutella. That's a necessity. Yeah, Nutella's <laughs> always in the house. That's, that's one thing we can't get around. Exactly. But, you know, we made a choice that I wasn't going to put the stuff in the shopping basket then. Like, I'm an adult. I have a choice. Nobody's forcing it down my, you know, into my face. I must eat, eat it or anything. So that's a choice. Put the systems in place. You know your weaknesses and they'll very quickly not become your weaknesses. So if you really suck at working out first thing in the morning stop working it in the morning then make it you work out when you come back from work or perhaps the last thing you do before evening and then you have a shower and you chill out put something in place that means you cannot fail at what you want to do if it is just you know reading a book for 15 minutes don't go on social media in the morning until you do your 15 minutes like really make it as foolproof as you can 
Absolutely. I think that being your own coach means being very self-aware of what you're capable of, absolutely where your pain points are going to be, and doing your best to enable yourself to tackle those things that are important to you and make it as easy as possible. So as you said, for us, because of we like a sweet treat, the easiest way of stopping yourself from having those is purely not having them to reach. Often as not, if you are prone to particular food habits or whatever else it happens to be, if you had to physically get in the car or go for a walk to get it, it's unlikely that you'd bother to do it because you'd say to yourself, I don't want it enough. And therefore, because there's a barrier of entry, I'm not going to do it. Whereas if you had it in the house, then it's easy to reach. It's easy to even do these things without it really even crossing your mind. So I think setting yourself up in the best possible position for success is really important. And then also just being real with yourself about your capabilities. And with that, yes, absolutely, you can own your weaknesses and your challenges, but also you can celebrate where you are capable. And as we mentioned before, looking back at where you succeeded before in various elements of your life, it should give you the ammunition to reprogram your brain to say, yes, I am capable. Yes, I may not be perfect in certain areas, but I can arm myself to succeed if something's important enough to me. So the next strategy to overcome is over-researching, spending your time, looking things up, trying to gather all the knowledge you can so that you can be right. It's a form of procrastination, isn't it? It's paralysis by analysis. (laughs) So it's where you feel like, surely it can't be as easy as this or maybe there's some steps you've missed along the way and therefore you sit there and you research and you research some more and you look things up and then you look for another opinion and you keep going because ultimately there's this fear of getting it wrong yep or shiny object syndrome like there must be a magic sauce that'll make it so easy right absolutely so you end up yeah you end up with a situation where either you think it's really difficult and all the clues and hints and knowledge that you've gathered online can't possibly be the answer or in cases where it's simply hard work that Mm. gets you somewhere. So if you are overweight, it's just gonna take discipline with food and some kind of moving your body to get there. And often people in situations where there's something difficult and challenging, they'll keep researching and looking, hoping that there's some magic secret Mm. that's been missed, some diet that works better than another diet, just something that really gives a big shortcut to the goal and therefore you end up spending your time looking into everything and actually achieving nothing yeah there's no better educator than doing absolutely and then i think they also the next problem that a lot of people have to overcome is really the problem's not getting started it's getting over your fear of failure which is probably an oxymoron (laughs) or you know a bit of a um, conundrum in itself but you know fear is basically faith in things going wrong and I think often the time is not allowing your thoughts or your default negative thinking to hinder this great idea this next level you that you start you know often people say oh you know why why bother going on a restrict with my food or you know why bother eating only 1500 calories or 1200 calories I'm just going to fail it anyway and that is the mindset though that probably caused you to fail in the past so what about if you changed it then for this attempt have you tried it with a different mindset and there's a great quote one of the books that you picked up for me the title was simply do it afraid and we can turn that around and say you know do it scared do it petrified do it while you're uncomfortable 
get started now, you will absolutely figure out everything you need. And failure just means you found a way that might not work this time, but there's lots of many ways to try and do the same thing. And you can absolutely find a solution with the determination to get it right this time. Ultimately, you need to say to yourself, rather than what if I can't do it? What if I fail? What if you can do it? Exactly. What if you Change do get mindset. a success? What if it does happen? Then you'll be kicking yourself saying, well, why didn't I do it sooner? doesn't matter. And also, if it does fail, then if you get started today and something doesn't work for you for whatever reason, well, great. Now you've got the answer to that particular conundrum yep, yep. and you can move on from it. You can either find another solution to the same problem or you can just decide that that's not something that you're in a position to fix at the moment and then can let it go. But the great thing is it allows your mind to rest. It allows you to just progress forward with other things that matter. So there is no loss at just doing it whether you're scared or not and just getting on. Absolutely. And I think another great strategy that works because we like the reward, the notice that we're doing something good in small steps is celebrate the small things that you're doing along the path. So if you look at a lot of successful sportsmen or people who have achieved great things in business, I guarantee they didn't start out with the goal to have a 10 million pound business or to be world champion of Taekwondo or whatever. I guarantee what their goal was okay I'm going to get my black belt okay I'm going to get my white belt okay I'm just going to make sure I go to class three times a week micro set yourself goals in that way go over to the minute details I, I really enjoyed the couch to 5k app because it was a, a recognition every couple of days I ticked off a box and then every week there was a wee celebration every time you would do a full week you know um, Michael Johnston and my ear would say good job and all that right so it was total my micro steps and celebrated can you do that with the next version of you that you want to be in one area if it's that you simply want to start a morning routine at the end of the week a friday saturday sunday why not do something really special every time you achieve it why not have some quiet time or go out on a date or be with the kids and do something fun set yourself a micro celebration and what you do is you reaffirm that new habit and that new result you're creating also, I think we've mentioned another podcast about setting goals. Mm. But when you are setting these goals, make sure that you focus on the things that you can directly control. So if you say to yourself, I want to be running a 5K in 15 minutes, and that's crazy, crazy quick. That's quick. I'm but, not there but yet. <laughs> go with it. Well, the first step is, how about you set a goal, especially if you're not doing any running at the moment, mm. that you run a couple of times a week. Mm. Don't worry about the time. Don't worry about the distance. Yep. Just set that goal because you can control that. Mm -hmm. You can't necessarily control your ability to run a certain distance yep. or run at a certain speed at first, but you can control how frequently you show up. And then once you've got that down and once you've got a baseline of what your abilities are, then you can start to build goals on top of the, the original one of going multiple times a week so that then you can achieve those. So if you're running at 45 minutes of 5K and you say, you know what, my next goal is to try and get it under 40 minutes. Or if you can't run the entire 5K, well, I'm going to keep trying to go further and further each time, maybe following a plan so that I can go nonstop for that distance. Yep. So yep. it's about setting micro goals and then absolutely celebrating as you go along saying, right, this is the thing I want to achieve. Look at me. I did it. Now, obviously, if you're doing something dietary based, mm. I would suggest that you don't work hard all week and then no. go bananas with a cake at the end of the week. <laughs> oh, but, <what? laughs> but absolutely 
celebrate the success in a way that supports your goals mm. or doesn't damage them in any way but you should as, as we mentioned before about being cheerleader for yourself you should be pleased of what you've managed to achieve especially if it's out of your comfort zone in the first place absolutely can i give some tough love in this next advice okay go for well how tough are we talking well you're usually the tough taskmaster, but i think i'm gonna get tough right go on let's see let's see how tough it is okay are you ready for it enough is enough it's time that's the best strategy to overcome being stuck where you are and not going into next level you. Enough is enough. It's now your time to step up. It's always about, you know, your desires and goals. Now, your desires and goals will be completely different from Matt and I and anyone else in the world. And I really do believe that any desires or goals that better you or the world, I think those are given from some higher power or higher consciousness. But ultimately, I know that when we receive those, they're completely within our grasp. They're completely within all the resources we have right now. It won't be about finding, you know, the special ingredient on Google or this course or that course. It will be that we'll be naturally led into what to do for that next level self. And it's as simple as that. The world needs too many good people now to start showing up in their next version we need you who's listening to the podcast and people around who are good people we need you to be stepping up and showing that you can have a healthy life that you can have a successful and ultimately a prosperous life joy abundance we need people like you to be the next level self so that you can give you your time your talents and everything like that if not now then when when oh boom my mm-hmm. draw we'll just stop there exactly right like what are you waiting like genuinely what are we waiting for nothing it is all completely in our head people need you i all these great people that are around us to step up we're ready we're ready to buy your product we're ready to listen to your advice we're ready for you just to be around and do great things and help other people so if i can give you one piece of advice to overcome it it is enough is enough you have this desire within you you wouldn't be listening to the podcast if you didn't have a desire to grow and to develop your prosperity overall and the influence you can do please take this opportunity it's time you are made for your next level self i guarantee you will make it so the next thing we're looking at is stop comparing yourself oh this is to huge. other people this is so huge. the thing is if you look at other people and you position yourself against them in all likelihood especially if you haven't gotten in the rhythm of changing things or moving to where you want to be you're probably gonna suck in comparison <laughs> in your own head yep but the interesting thing is other people will look at you and look at the things that you do maybe within your family your household your job and look up to you and think that they suck in comparison so the important part overall is just don't look at other people don't look at them as look at people maybe as inspiration but don't look at them as a frame of reference for your own success Mm. nobody who goes on a park run who is potentially quite fit and is doing this week on week on week and doing quite well i don't think any of them look at usain bolt and think oh you know what i'm not gonna bother anymore no absolutely because comparing yourself to someone who's in a different realm different abilities and everything else is something that could end up putting you off what you're doing you ultimately need to compare yourself to yourself are you better today or are you further forward today or are you closer to where you want to be today than you were yesterday now obviously you can't necessarily make progress every single day but you should be able to say to yourself am i in exactly the same place today as i was a year ago Mm, and if mm. you are 
then you are the only one accountable for that. If someone else has moved 10 miles down the road and you've moved half a mile down the road, you still moved. And that is what's important because no one knows what challenges, what timetable issues, what lifestyle problems everyone might have that have either enabled them or gotten in the way of making the progress. The important thing is that you're just moving to where you want to be because also what will happen is over the course of time you'll find your day you'll find your week you'll find that suddenly you get in the flow of something and you have these little bursts forward and therefore someone that maybe has shot away from the very start because they were well positioned to get going you'll catch up with them and then suddenly you might pass them but then someone else might pass you and it doesn't matter all of this stuff doesn't make any difference at all to your own progress Absolutely. And I we made a suggestion to our Prosperity Accelerator group that we were wanting to focus on a couple of simple things. And it was moving your body, which is basically just, you know, I believe in the circulation of money. I believe in the circulation of your mind, your body. And one of the greatest things you can do is just move, like go out for a walk, run, stretch, anything, every single day, feel alive. But it was also quality in and out was one of the key things we talked about. And so with comparison with others, a lot of people, we didn't give suggestions, but a lot of people started to say they were going to stop following people on social media or perhaps not use social media as much. Now, social media is a phenomenal tool. I use it for my business, obviously, so I can help other people. But if there's certain things that you see every time you pick up an app or you scroll or, you know, you get notifications, Maybe it's time to go without it for a little while or unfollow, not for full time. But what about if you're just concentrating on you for the next 30 days or 60 days and 90 days? I guarantee all the very important people in your life will still be able to reach you. And half the people that maybe you see are probably only showing you their highlight reel anyway. It's probably not that they're living a great, wonderful life deep down. Well, they could be, but you're not seeing the full weight of their journey, which is unique to them. So if you need to think about quality in and out, start with what you expose yourself to, start with what you put inside your body, what you drink, what you eat, how you move. All these things will then overflow and ripple in your life. Yeah, you definitely should. I think if anybody makes you feel bad that you follow, if anybody makes you feel bad about yourself or you compare yourself to them and feel like you don't measure up, then probably, and even if you know them personally, you should probably remove them from your social so you don't see that, so you don't have that particular thing in your head Mm. on repeated occasions. Ultimately, you should be bringing things into your life that make you feel good, make you feel motivated. Mm. And anything that shifts from motivation to insecurity and inferiority, I think needs to go. You're only serving yourself by doing that and it helps you be a better cheerleader for yourself. Absolutely. The last strategy we want to share with you goes down to fundamentals. So I actually think in a lot of cases, there's a couple of key areas that everybody's really looking for growth in their life. And when you look at the fundamental things of, we all really want to just feel good about our health, feel good about our relationships and, dare I say it, feel good about the money or the income we're having. Because money, we've talked about this many, many times, money is just an accelerator or an enabler of opportunities and freedom and time in your life. If you have a lack of money, it tends to be that maybe you have to be restricted in terms of working certain hours that somebody else wants you to work or you can only go certain places and things like that. So money is one of the tools, I would say. And so if you focus on those three main areas and develop 
those in some form, you will really cut down the times in your life where you'll feel the next level you is so out of grasp. So what I mean is, if you're constantly thinking about how can I challenge myself and just feel great, do something with my fitness, my health, my well-being mentally, if I can keep that as a focus every day, take that off, okay, I'm going to naturally keep feeling great about myself regardless of what's going on in the world. Then also, if you look at your relationships, how about, you know, giving to others, how you then spend with quality of time, your relationships, personal, romantic, all of that as a focus, that'll then allow you to feel good again about yourself and to notice the difference you're making in the world and how valuable you are. And then the final area is money. So it's a huge area and we can't, we can't ignore that you need money to survive in the world. Or, you know, you could probably get by for a certain amount of time, but you would still require on other people having money to exchange for talents and services. Think about, is there a way that you can constantly be creating something that's of value to others? So can you work on your skills? Can you work on your talents? Can you work on products? focus on those three areas every day or the majority of your days and what you'll find very quickly on a ground level you'll see yourself achieving far more than you realize you'll see yourself becoming constantly a next version of you that you weren't aware of you'll be expanding you'll be deepening Matt's learning to play the guitar right now on his own accord aren't you (laughs) I am I'm taking it very slow and steady I've done it that's perfect one percent that that's what I focus on I tried to learn before on one or two occasions and I found that I jumped ahead of myself and then went in at the bits I was best at Mm. and wasn't really consistent with it and didn't make progress to being anywhere even close to average (laughs) so instead I'm taking a slow and steady approach yep getting a little bit better every day and I guess going through those same practices again Mm. and again and again until I get good at them and actually that's the thing about this anything that you want to be good at that you want part of your life if you keep doing it as I said before if you keep doing it every day or as frequently as you can you get good at it Mm. and if you get good at something you normally feel good about doing it absolutely and if you feel good about doing it you're more likely to keep doing it and therefore you end up completing a circle all by yourself so if you think about fitness at first if you haven't done it in a while or you've never done anything around fitness at first it's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable a little bit painful to do a little bit hard to get the motivation But if you come out of a session feeling like, wow, look at me, I'm really pleased that I did that, it will motivate you to go again, and then you go again, and then you find the next session maybe a touch easier, you feel good that you've managed to find it a little bit easier, which motivates you then to go again, and you keep circling around until it's not even a thing that you're going to it and actually you become one of those people in a class or in the gym that looks like they know what they're doing and is enjoying themselves and other people are looking at you thinking I wish I was that kind of good (laughs) at it I wish I was that confident I wish I was that happy doing stuff absolutely absolutely and the overall message of today's podcast is the time is right okay you can absolutely do anything you decide to do and actually you 
you're doing yourself an injustice not doing it. You're completely capable of it. We're your cheerleaders. You've got the power to adapt, to pivot, to change whatever you decide. It might be messy, but there's also beauty in the mess. There's also clarity that comes that you'll wiggle, you'll change, and it'll become the next version of you. We just would like you to become the next version of you so that you can do all that you were intended to do. There's too much to leave it all to other people. You need to be involved and absolutely you can do that. So I really hope today you've enjoyed today's podcast, very much one of those coaching podcasts today where we try to use a bit of our experience for the past couple of weeks um, and some of the things we've picked up where we've been condensed and helping a group of people. And I think it's been really useful. I know I've enjoyed it actually as a nice little pick me up, a little kick up the bum. Yeah, I've quite liked it too, actually. <laughs> so if you have enjoyed today's podcast, please do hit subscribe. We'd love to have you as a regular listener of The Prosperity Project. You can also find us in another couple of different places. So we've both got Instagram accounts. I'm at Mama Furfer. You are... Matt Kempson. At Matt Kempson. You can also find my YouTube channel where I talk about money, finances, success mindset. It's called Mama Furfer. You can find me there. And then finally, you can also find our family YouTube channel, which is called The Kempson. House. If you want back scenes, what happens in our home, and just general meal plans, prep, fun, Super Mario, the works. So, thank you so much for listening, and we'll speak to you very soon. Bye.